All right, it's episode 95 of Viking 360, and this will be the 2020-21 school year finale for the podcast. And we finish up in a big way, and uh, Mike Rubin here along with Brian Johnson. And Brian, I understand that you um, talked a little football and a little basketball. Yeah, I had to sit down with the coaches, uh, both the boys and girls coaches, John Kennedy, Uh, representing the girls' basketball team. Uh, Luke Parsons, obviously, representing the boys' team. Talked about having an off-season, Rube. They're excited about that. They're excited about youth camps they're going to have this summer. And also uh, a uh, fundraising golf tournament for them later on this summer as well. And also, as you mentioned, football season around the corner. Be here before we know it. Uh, We're within two months, I guess, now of, of football season beginning. And had a good chat with uh, Coach Sayer. He's really excited to be back at it. I had a couple of uh, soccer conversations, one with uh, Mackenzie Gillespie, and she is a Ripley graduate at Fairmont State, and she is up for an award, and we will talk about that. Also, I spoke uh, with Victor Boyce, the coach of uh, Viking Soccer, and he is excited about the future of the program and also the past of the program as they celebrate uh, their 30th anniversary. I also talked with... Uh, Anthony Jarvis, and uh, it's not unusual uh, for baseball teams to make road trips, but uh, Anthony and his summer league team are making a rather unusual road trip. They're going to Russia. Well, road trips are nothing new to those who are involved with the sport of baseball, but this is a rather unusual road trip. I'm talking with Anthony Jarvis, and he is playing uh, in a summer collegiate league uh, team down in North Carolina. But that team will be making a trip to Russia later on this summer. Anthony, exciting news, man. Oh, yes, sir. It's, I mean, it's crazy. It's exciting, very exciting news. And you've been a regular with the Catawba Valley Stars for a few summers now? Yes, sir. It's my fourth year playing for Coach Speaks down here in Hickory, and uh, I've loved every year of it. It's always fun coming out here and playing for them. So what's the competition like down there uh, in in the Summer Collegiate League? Uh, We play a lot of games against the Coastal Plains League, which is uh, one of the top Summer League teams in the country and on the East Coast, but uh, it's it's kind of mind-blowing. We we play our home games a lot at Lenore Ryan, but the, a lot of teams we play have their own, you know, stadiums, and and the atmosphere for college baseball summer ball really blew my mind to see. Like they take it pretty serious down here, and it's really fun. And I mean, just being a part of the atmosphere and playing games and baseball is just it's just fun, amazing. Well, Anthony, during your career, it's not unusual to see you, uh, you know, at a number of different positions. But uh, where are they uh, use, utilizing you uh, on the team there in uh, North Carolina? Uh, this summer, I've been a lot of DH and first base, and I say I played a couple games in the outfield this year. But I think as I'm getting older, I feel like you know I, I ain't running around and as good as I used to. The outfield's not not really for me anymore. First base and DH is kind of the life. I'm really enjoying sitting in the dugout cheering on the whole game and then just getting up and hitting my four ABs. <laughs> uh, hey, let's talk about this trip uh, to Russia. Uh, that is that is pretty exciting, and you're going to be over there for uh, a couple of weeks just outside of Mos- Moscow, I understand? Yes, I guess we're flying right into Moscow, and they, they have a field, I guess, pretty close uh, to the city, and we're going to be staying right there next to the field. 
uh, just doing nothing but baseball for two weeks, really. Same thing we do over here, but it's it's going to be a crazy experience. I'm I'm very excited. It's going to be fun to see, you know, the difference between American baseball and Russian baseball and how they take things and how we do things. So why don't you go ahead and say a few words in Russian uh, for us, um, Anthony. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let me go. Uh, I still got two more weeks of my Rosetta Stone classes left. Maybe I <laughs> and I understand you're actually going to be working with some Russian youngsters uh, during the daytime doing uh, clinics uh, before a busy uh, baseball schedule. Oh yeah, they got us. They got us swamped with baseball, but there's nothing better. But those clinics, I guess we're going to be helping the national team in the mornings. Uh, you know, running clinics for the kids, and then every night we're going to be playing games. Uh, it's it's going to be fun. I mean, not, nothing's better than playing baseball and just being able to see how uh, a different culture and different group of people, you know, play the game that I love and many of us love is going to be a cool thing to do. And then uh, once fall begins, is it uh, back to Kentucky for you? Uh, as of now, it is. Do not know where I'm going, but I'm going to figure it out by fall and hopefully be somewhere good by. I understand. Anthony, thank you so much, and have a great, have a great summer. Appreciate you, Rubes. It was good talking to you. Hey fans, check out the Ripley Vikings collection at swifteesapparel.com backslash Ripley Vikings. Use the coupon code VIKING360 for a 10% discount. It's Ripley Viking Apparel, made right here in Ripley. The Mountain East Conference is comprised of 12 colleges playing a variety of sports. A Ripley grad has been nominated for the Conference Play of the Year. Mike Rubin spoke with Mackenzie Gillespie, a Fairmont State soccer standout. Fifteen plays have been nominated for the Mountain East Conference Play of the Year, and one of those was by Ripley High School's very own Mackenzie Gillespie and a, a soccer player for Fairmont State. And uh, her uh, winning goal against the University of Charleston was selected as one of the 15 plays uh, for play of the year in that conference. Mackenzie, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you, Rube. Hey, can you describe what happened on that play? Uh, I, I guess it was in the uh, postseason playoffs uh, against the Golden Eagles. Right. So, um, yeah, we had traveled down to UC, um, and it was a hard-fought game the whole time. It was pretty physical. And we wanted that win really bad. As a whole team, we were fighting. Throughout the whole season, we had a lot of adversity we had to face and a lot of obstacles that no athlete really should have to face in the middle of a season. And um, we wanted that for us. Like, we were playing for us. We wanted we wanted to go on more than anything. And just late in the last bit of that game, I think it was around maybe last about eight minutes left or so, and um, – my roommate, which is Ari Christensen, and she's also on the team, of course, and she played me that ball last minute, and it was just perfect. And <laughs> I remember whenever I saw it, I got the pass on my foot, and I was like, oh, I can't miss this one. And um, we got it in, and that was a feeling that none of us will ever forget, I don't think. And it was just great because then it put us on to the next game, which that was the to put us into the semifinals against Concord after that. 
And it was a moment I'll never forget, that's for sure, celebrating with my team afterwards. And Mackenzie, this is a somewhat of a, an election uh, to select a play of the year. So if someone would like to vote for your play, uh, how would they go about doing that? Yeah, so the MEC posted a link on their um, Facebook page as well and other social medias like Instagram and I believe Twitter even and it's MEC if you don't know stands for Mountain East Conference and Review Yourself had posted on the Athletic Boosters page and if you follow that link you can go down and find my name and it's listed under Gillespie Game Winner um, and it has like maybe a dash that says fair for Fairmont and you can do that and just select my name and then hit vote. And I would very appreciate it if you would. And Mackenzie, you had uh, more than one game winner this year, and uh, I understand that you were actually sixth in the conference in goals scored, uh, despite the fact that you're a relative newcomer to the Mountain East Conference. <laughs> yeah. I had more goals last season. I think I had seven last season, and I got lucky with that one this year against UC. But for to have a goal like that and make it count for what it was and get us moving on I wouldn't have asked for any other circumstance well McKenzie um, congratulations on a great season and for being uh, nominated for this award and uh, hey enjoy the summer <laughs> I will thank you Rube. Mountaintop Media is the official live stream provider of Ripley High School Athletics Mountaintop Media offers a variety of services, including logo design, photography, videography, audiovisual setup, consulting, and web design. If you're beginning your climb to the peak of success, Mountaintop Media has you covered. Mountaintop Media, your vision through our lens. Go to mtmedia304.com to learn more. Ripley High boys soccer will soon be preparing for the 2021 season. Coach Victor Boyce has been with the program for 10 years and is entering his second season as the head coach of the Vikings. He says he's looking forward to positive things with the eye on the program's first three decades. Ripley High School's first ever softball game was played back in the fall of 1992. And uh, that means this year will mark the 30th anniversary of the program, and we're talking with the head coach of Viking Soccer, Victor Boyce. And I know you have some some special things planned in coordination with that with that 30th anniversary. Yeah, this is a big year for us. Like I said, it is the 30th anniversary for the program. Um, we've uh, had a lot of success, not as much as we would hope for, but. Um, we have had our share of it in this marking our 30th anniversary. Uh, we have eight home games, and I'm hoping to do something a little special with the team and for the people who come out, and uh, they'll just have to show up and see what we do. And, Victor, I was looking at the yearbook for 1992, and the first three uh, soccer opponents for the Vikings, the first opponent was Huntington East, and that school is now gone. The second opponent was uh, Milton, and that school is now gone. And the third opponent was Barbersville, and that opponent is now gone. Ripley played in the Pioneer Athletic Conference at the time, and uh, things have changed over the years. Yeah, the Pac-8, that was uh, some great times. Like I said, I was uh, happened to be on the football team back when we were the Pac-8. 
uh, that you know that time means a lot to me. Um, yeah, those opponents have come and gone. You know, you speak of Huntington East and uh, Milton and Barbersville, and of course they're all a lot bigger now with being Huntington High and in Cabell Midland. But uh, we still we still go to battle with those guys every year. Uh, luckily, we've uh, we've held our own and came out on top quite a few times against both of them. Hey, Victor, let's talk a little bit about this year's team. I know you had uh, three seniors that departed uh, from the squad last year, but what are your uh, what are your thoughts on on this year this fall's team? Yeah, we lost three three quality seniors. Um, you know, every year you're like, those guys going to be hard to replace. But I've came to come to realize someone always steps up. Someone always takes that that reins and they run with it. And uh, I have a lot of high expectations for this year. Uh, we got several several good quality seniors. Uh, going to be leading our team this season. And, of course, your younger guys are the ones that make the difference because they're the ones that surprise you. And uh, I think we're going to be we're going to be in the hunt. Okay. We're going to be right there in the hunt this year. And you have some coming up from the Ripley Middle School squad as well? Yeah, we have, uh, I believe we're, I was told, five. Uh, I've got to meet a couple of them. But we have uh, five incoming freshmen and really count on um, – the freshmen being a big part. Last year's freshmen, we had, I believe, three freshmen become starters as the season went on. So it would be really, really great if we could have three of those five become starters. And, Coach, um, uh, tell us what's in store for the soccer program as far as the uh, the rest of the summer is concerned. We're, we're actually getting ready to start our uh, conditioning weeks coming up. Um, our three-week program starts – at the beginning of July, which is July 5th, starts your three-week window. But starting next week, we're going to go ahead and get a head start and and uh, get these guys acclimated to a little bit of the heat and a little bit of the temperature change and get them out running, getting with the other guys and just becoming that team that we need to be. Coach, and you, who is assisting you uh, this season? I have uh, Jesse Castro coming back. Jesse's an alumni with the program. He played uh, – he was a four-year starter with the Viking soccer program and went on to play at Potomac State. And, uh, and Jesse's coming back for a second year with me, and he was a great, great um, asset for me last year, and I'm sure he's going to have a lot more ideas for this season. Coach, congratulations, uh, and uh, and good luck this year. I appreciate it. And like I said, just like to have uh, everyone come out. Like I said, we're going to be open for business this year, you could say. Uh, for everything I heard is we're allowed to have our crowds back, so more than just the parents can show up this season. And um, everyone come out and be a part of the 30th anniversary. And like I said, the home games, you should see some special stuff going on. Hey fans, check out the Ripley Vikings collection at swifteesapparel.com backslash Ripley Vikings. Use the coupon code VIKING360 for a 10% discount. It's Ripley Viking Apparel, made right here in Ripley. Well, football season is just around the corner as we hear from second-year Viking head coach Steve Sayre. How in the world are you, man? I'm good, Brian. I'm good. It's summer. We're enjoying ourselves. It's nice to be back doing 
regular football type things in the month of June again. Talk about that, Coach, uh, not having that time last year and uh, what benefit that's going to have for you uh, with a team who, who lost some key members last year. Well, you know, we're going to be uh, stronger and faster and in better shape when we actually start practice than we were last year. And hopefully that will be able to prevent injuries and uh, uh, give us a leg up on moving into the season. But, yeah, I never want to experience another year like last year. It was uh, it, <clears throat> it was unusual to say the least. And then we came, the kids came out and they played great. So it was a real blessing. So I'm hoping that we repeat playing great but I never want to go through COVID again. Coach how do you build off of last year's success? Uh, You had some young players contributing uh, in some big spots. Uh, You did lose some some team leaders and I know that's a concern for you in in, uh, a spot that needs to be filled for the success uh, of uh, this upcoming season but what to you is the main thing that needs to kind of work itself out for you guys to have another great year? Oh, I, th- I think team leadership. Uh, there's no question in my mind we have some good talent coming back, and we have some really young players that got a lot of experience last year. But uh, leadership, you know, we lost uh, 10 seniors last year, but we lost some really good leaders. Matt Moore, Quentin Joyner, Caden Hall, Isaac Parsons, Matt Armstead were in the game. Uh, they were huge contributors to us on the football field but they were really solid in the huddle and they were solid in the locker room. They were solid in the classroom. So, you know, it's hard to replace those guys. And, and then we had some first year seniors last year that really stepped up like Austin Anderson and Trey Starcher that were solid citizens in the classroom and the locker room. And, uh, you know, we're going to miss all those guys. You miss everyone, but every team's different. I, I mean, realistically in today's athletic world uh, you have to start over every year and when you lose your leadership you've got to start over now we've got some guys that are going to step up and fill that role but it's going to depend on how well they do it and and, uh, how the team gels around them because each team is different Coach, uh, talk about uh, some of those young studs you have coming back obviously a couple of guys that took the Viking Nation by storm uh, in that backfield. You had Anderson, uh, you had Joey, uh, and, and you got a young quarterback coach that I think can sling it. And, and with his uh, little bit of experience last year, uh, you guys may be able to start stretching the field a little bit, opening things up. Well, <clears throat> we certainly hope so. But it all begins up front. We've got to replace the center and both of our guards from last year and – Uh, If we do that effectively and we're competitive on the offensive line, we'll be able to run and pass. Uh, We have a great-looking group of receivers, and we've got uh, three guys that can throw the ball really well. So if uh, we can take care of business on pass protection, we're going to be able to throw the football. But when push comes to shove in West Virginia in the fall, you have to be able to run the football if you're going to have success against your good teams at the end of the season. And, you know, we've got an outstanding tailback coming back. Uh, We've got to have some depth there to be able to give him a break. 
and we've got to have somebody step up and become a dynamic fullback because, you know, we've been spoiled. Caden Hall was a dynamic fullback for the last two years, and that's a big job in our offense. Blah, 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 offense, offense, offense. You're a defensive guy, Coach. Uh, you have to be sound defensively, right? I mean, I know, I know your philosophy. Uh, you have to be sound front seven. You've got to be able to stop the run uh, if you want to win football games, and I know that's where your focus is. Well, our, Coach Casto, our defensive coordinator, and Ronnie Mullins did a great job with our defense last year, and we were one of the top ten defenses in the state in scoring average, and that's all that matters. You can give up all the yards you want to. If none of those yards end up in the end zone, you're going to win more games than you lose. And we had three shutouts last year on the road, which was outstanding. And I think we're going to have a dynamic defense. Again, we've got to replace our top two leading tacklers, and uh, I think we've got some cogs. If we can stay healthy and play together as a team, we could really have a dynamic defense. And one thing, I think we're going to be fast on defense. I think we're going to have one of our faster defenses in the recent past. So we'll see how that works out. So, Coach, what do the coming weeks look like uh, as you guys prepare for uh, that first game uh, from a schedule standpoint? Well, we're working out three days a week, lifting and trying to condition. Uh, and then we get into uh, the July practice period, and we'll, we'll have a good practice uh, one full week and then do various things the other two weeks during the three-week period. But, uh, you know, we're trying to get everything focused so that August 2nd we hit the ground running and uh, get prepared because, you know, we've got a big challenge the first Friday night of the season. We've got to get on a bus and ride three hours to Brook and I guarantee you they're going to be ready for us, so we have to be able to play. How good is it going to feel that following week to be home and see a wall of blue and white when you come out of that Viking helmet and out of the locker room? Well, I'm certainly counting on Viking Nation showing up and being loud and proud for all of our home games this year. We've just got to give them a reason to come out. Coach, thanks for the time. Best of luck. Look forward to visiting with you a lot here this coming fall. Thank you, Brian. Appreciate it. Thank you for everything you do. Maybe summertime, but that doesn't mean that basketball is taking a break. As we hear from Lady Viking coach John Kennedy and Viking coach Luke Parsons. Guys, it's been a minute, but thanks for being with me. Oh, you're welcome. Appreciate you, Brian. Thanks for having Coach and I on here to talk about what's coming up here. and Hopefully, uh have another good season. Well, John, let's start with you, man. Uh, what's going on with the Lady Vikes? Uh, what what camps are you going to this summer? Uh, what's the turnout been like? I'm, I'm sure you've had uh, shoot-arounds and open gym and that type of thing. Uh, let us know what's going on. Well, one thing that I've always known about girls is that, uh, especially high school girls, is that they are busy into everything. Uh, we've got some on vacation right now. Others are going to camps. Uh, some of them are doing stuff related to, you know, potential jobs uh, after high school. Uh, but we've had uh, we've had some open gyms and we've had uh, quite a few girls in there getting shots up and some girls in the weight room uh, trying to get a little stronger there for next season. And uh, it, it's it's pretty good when girls are asking coach, uh, can I get your keys? Go in and get some shots up. <laughs> Uh, so for, you know, for our three week period, we're going to play in some, uh, shootouts here locally. 
Um, I mean, we're just fighting the vacation bug uh, along with a lot of other people. But uh, that's what we're going to get into uh, and then take some time off and, and then move right back into preseason stuff next year. Coach Parsons, to you now, uh, you guys uh, had a uh, condensed season, much like Coach Kennedy did. Uh, they crammed a lot of games into a short period of time. You and I talked a lot about the lack of practice. Uh, you didn't have a lot of uh, off-season work either prior to the season beginning. Uh, and pretty young team uh, returning, uh, this off-season should be very beneficial for you. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, we've had some guys in there right when our season was over, uh, we did take a couple weeks off, and then the last two weeks of school, um, we had some guys come in to get shots up and just, uh, you know, stay in the gym. The ones that weren't weren't doing baseball or track, um, just just to just to stay with it and and keep their mind on, on the game of basketball. I know you were telling me uh, before we started the interview, you guys were in uh, Ohio this past weekend. Uh, have had a, I think you said eight or nine guys that that made the trip. Uh, what was it like for you just to be back out doing that again after not getting that uh, during last offseason? Yeah, we had eight guys, um, the ones that weren't on vacation, that were able to go to uh, camp with Eastern Ohio basketball camp. And first year Coach Mullins and I have been there, first year these kids have been there. Um, it's a, it's a hard-nosed camp. Uh, there's no referees. You call your own fouls. You play 15 minutes at a time, running clock. Um and then, then you play two games within a 45-minute span. Um, and we ended up playing 22 games within about a 24-hour period. About 36-hour period, we played 22 games. And and I think that, you know, it, it was hard on the kids. But in the, in the long run, that's going to benefit them uh, tremendously. Coach Kennedy, uh, when you have these uh, camps, and uh, to me it feels like, uh, the most important aspect of it is the team building uh, opportunity more so than the outcome of the game. Is that a fair statement? Sure it is. We took uh, some girls up there years ago and uh, they absolutely hated it while they were there. But when they were coming back, like coach Parsons was talking about, I mean, they play so many games in such a short amount of time and it's, it, it's a tough camp, but on the way back, uh, the girls were laughing about it, about the memories and, the, you know, the, the stuff that had happened up there. I think we had a couple black eyes and maybe a bloody nose, but they were all in good spirits coming back. And they tell you, like, it, it was it was tough as nails, but it was definitely worth it because those girls, they still talk about it from time to time, about those memories. When you look uh, at how your season ended, Coach, um, again, a lot of young players coming back next year. Uh, and a lot of a lot of players that got some some really good experience. Uh, it, the way it looks, coach, uh, from at least my perspective, is that it's going to be you and Winfield battling it out uh, in the section for a couple of years. Uh, is that fair? And uh, it, I feel like you guys match up very well with them. Yeah, Winfield's going to be uh, going to be tough on us the next couple of years. They're extremely young. Uh, just like us, uh, they did have a couple uh, experienced guards there that they might have been, you know, a sophomore or a junior. They didn't. I don't think they had any seniors that were starting for them. Um, but they're scrappy. Uh, Nitro, even though I mean, hats off to Pat Jones and and all those girls on Nitro's team. Uh, it's going to hurt losing the, those seniors. Bailey Goins uh, going down, you know, with a knee injury. You hate to hear that about anybody. 
but uh, I agree with you. You know, uh, Nitro is going to be down a little bit, but you know, us and Winfield are going to be the ones bumping heads during regular season. Then I'd say, you know, try to advance on the the postseason as well. Coach Parsons, uh, to your young team, we talked a lot about this. You had a lot of shot takers, not a lot of shot makers. You got <laughs> right. to find some shot makers uh, in this yep. offseason. Uh, that's going to be the difference in uh, you getting where you want to be next year. Yeah, I mean, we, we just got to be able to score points, and I think that's going to be the, the main thing, the main focus um, this offseason season is, is getting guys that can that will make shots and then finding guys that can. And so that's where we're at, and I think I think we're uh, we will. You know, Coach Mullins and I are we're gonna we're gonna push them hard this three this during the three week period, and um, we'll, we'll find the guys that'll be able to do that for us. Finally, guys, uh, I'll start with you, Coach Kennedy. Uh, the annual uh, basketball uh, golf scramble coming up uh, sometime this summer. Fill us in on those details, and uh, I'll try to get everyone out there and pack the golf course for you and raise some money. Absolutely, Coach. Correct me if I'm wrong, but we're we. This is the first year we've ever been able to have it on a Saturday, and we've got yeah, the, August seventh. Okay. Yep. And you know that's awesome. We uh, I think we had 25, 26 teams last year, and that was about the max uh, that we could get on that course for a half a day. Um, and we're going to run it just like we have the in the past, and hopefully everybody comes out and supports these kids and, and has a good time. All proceeds uh, go uh, – is it split for you guys between the boys and the girls' teams? Yes, yes. All the, all the money will be split. And if I remember correctly, uh, it's 240 per team. And then uh, Green Hills, yep. depending on whether or not you're a member, non-member, member with CART, they break all that stuff down for us. They do a great job. Yep. Uh, taking care of us and making making our jobs easy and uh i i think it was maybe alan farrell let me hit tee off last year and <laughs> i know why i stuck with basketball here's the here's the bottom line right bring your checkbook bring your cash bring your venmo bring your paypal whatever it is to get the money uh, to get into it, it's worth it. It's for the kids. Every bit of it goes to our kids, uh, and it goes to uh, helping them uh, get uniforms, travel, food, all that good stuff. So we encourage everyone to come out and be a part of it. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Guys, it's a good time. Guys, enjoy your summer vacation, and uh, we look forward to what uh, next season has in store for us. Should be a good one. Hey, Brian, Hey, let me throw a little plug in here about our youth league camp. Let's do it. Yep. Um, we had to back it up since the fourth fell on a Sunday. We were a little leery having it that uh, fifth, but we're going to have it. It's going to start on July the 12th, the following Monday. Yep. Um, they're hopefully going to start redoing the floor that day, so we won't be able to use the main gym. So we'll have uh, registration probably set up in the Chancey Walker building. And coach, did we decide if we were going Monday through Thursday, Monday through Friday? I, I think it's I think it's gonna be Monday through Thursday. Well, either one, either one. Okay. Well, we'll get those details ironed out here. Uh, but it's same as same price as it was last year, seventy five for one. And if you ha- had uh, a sibling, I think we dropped to to fifty on the second one. Coach, is that right? Yes, yes, sir. Okay. Um, it, it's, it's a good time. Those kids will go eight to 1130 this year. 
Um, we'll be using the Chansey Walker facility, the football field. Uh, we've got to use some of the outdoor courts behind Gripley Elementary School. Since we can't use the main gym, we'll use that early learning center over there. Uh, try to get those kids out of the heat a little bit, but that they can suck it up too. It's not going to kill them. <laughs> it's just a couple hours. Uh, That's Look, man, hey, listen, I know for a fact that if you want to learn how to play defense on basketball court, this is going to be a spot for you because we got two defensive-minded coaches uh, that are going to be leading those camps, right? That's exactly right. That's, yep. <laughs> yep. And that's how you, and that's how you win, guys. And and uh, I know that uh, we've got some good days ahead for Lady Viking basketball and the boys' basketball team. And guys, we just appreciate the time. I hope you enjoy your summer vacation. And before you know it. I'll be bugging you on a daily basis to get interviews. That's all right. Thanks, Brian. I appreciate you, brother. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Remember, for all the news on the blue, go anywhere you can find podcasts, search Viking 360, hit the subscribe button, and turn on your notifications.